0: for joining us for Episode 9 of Season 4 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together.
1: The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life.
0: I'm Jody, a business owner and communication strategist, and years ago, a guy I worked with came to my office and asked if he could borrow a few of my magnets on the whiteboard. Mm -hmm. I simply told him, What if there is an apocalypse, and in the aftermath, the new form of currency becomes magnets? You would leave me and my entire village of fellow survivors without an adequate supply of currency to conduct vital trading.
1: Hey, that's legit, because, you know, if it all goes south, where you get magnets?
0: Exactly. Well, where will you know if it's south
1: or north? Magnets. (sighs)
0: He never stopped by my office again to borrow yeah. any supplies, <laughs> I and I don't wouldn't. know why. I, well, but I mean, you? if I—although had although he may have come in later and took the magnets anyway—but if I had given those magnets and my scenario played out, well, how do you know it didn't? Oh, that's it true. might be the Matrix, the Will Magnet be the matrix, matrix, the Magnet Matrix.
1: I'm Glenn Jody's partner in business and life, and your copay today is eighty dollars. Will that be check or card? <laughs>
0: We should be charging a copay. Oh, I mean, there's some serious money in that. Mm-hmm. On today's show, we talk about the importance of marking company and couple milestones. And frequent guest Katie Cooper Bussell offers some tips on using photography in our branding.
1: And at the end of the show, we're doing something we call either or, or either or, nope. either or either.
0: But not neither nor.
1: No. Or Without neither further ado, nor. let's get started with this episode <laughs> of Couple Inc.
0: Our topic today is the importance of celebrating milestones for milestones. either milestones for either companies or couples in business. And one of the reasons we thought of this is we happened to be looking through some of our records, and we realized that we have two clients who have been with our marketing firm for ten years. Ten
1: years. That's almost
0: unheard of. Yeah. In fact, let's do like little like celebration sound. Hey. Hey. And also, fun little fact too, I was looking two years of our podcast. Yes. Huh. So anyway, so we got to think Wait.
1: We oh, well, I'm sorry. We had to celebrate that too. That too.
0: Okay. Woo-hoo. I love it. Yay. Two years of the podcast, and our marketing firm has been around for 13 40 years. 40 years. 30 years. For. Uh, Thirteen years, but we've had clients for ten. That's pretty pretty amazing in, in
1: the marketing yeah, and advertising is. world. Yeah, that's...
0: So we thought let's talk about why it's important to celebrate these milestones.
1: Why is it important to celebrate these milestones, Jody?
0: Funny you should ask. No, it is really important. And also not just company, but couple milestones as well. Like um, your own, your anniversary, or when you both maybe one of you joined the business, you know later or something like that. So it's important. When
1: one of you actually emptied the dishwasher, right? <clears throat> well,
0: or loaded it correctly, and that oh. that's actually me. You tend to redo what I put in there.
1: It's kind of like a Rubik's cube, actually. Yeah, it's, I think it's a puzzle. It's a I enjoy puzzle, that.
0: and you like to like think about oh, here's the water's coming here. It's like an engineering kind of that thing. That
1: cup definitely goes in the third slot.
0: There you go. But anyway, it's we think it's important, and then we also want to talk about the kinds of milestones, and then maybe how you you know recognize or celebrate them. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking about why it's important, going back to our marketing firm, I can't help but think about the opportunities that you have to tout to your community all these great things or to use them for some sort of celebration, social media or advertising. I think that's one aspect of why it's important. But then there's so many others like maybe employee morale or your own sense of accomplishment.
1: Yeah. And your team members, I believe, really pick up on that or the lack of noticing the lack of marketing miles or marking the milestones. Mm -hmm. I know that it kind of builds up when that doesn't happen, and it's really it's not so much a resentment as a question that comes to your mind as to why isn't this being marked. If you know the establishment date of the company, and mm-hmm. let's say that you're a team member, that works down the ladder a little bit, and you've been with a company for a while – And those anniversaries or those milestones come and go without anybody recognizing it. It just sets up that dissonance in your mind.
0: Yeah, I guess you kind of think if they don't celebrate or care enough, why should I kind of thing? Is that what you're thinking?
1: I'm better than that personally.
0: (laughs) No, not you thinking that, but the the person in your scenario thinking that. What are you accusing
1: me of here?
0: But sometimes business owners, and we can be accused of that as well, forget. It is so weird. You'd think, how could you forget that this is your whatever, you know, particularly if it's a big anniversary, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15, 25, you know, we've had we have clients who recently celebrated 45 years in business. So it's it's one of those things that you might forget, but really every year you could celebrate the anniversary of your business opening.
1: Highly recommended. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In fact, one of our clients um she is interested in doing a video to tell her story as to why she started this company, kind of like reintroduce herself. She's been around for about five years. And I'm thinking, well, let's do the video, but let's tie it to an anniversary. Maybe it's not, I don't know if it's a fifth anniversary, the sixth, but you know, we've been in business six years and I wanted to remind everyone as to what our mission is or whatever. And that could be an internal message or it could be an external message, but it doesn't have to be a big milestone, like in terms of anniversary, it could be a little milestone but still worthy of recognition and mm-hmm. so like maybe every year you maybe do a special sale on your anniversary if you're a retail um you do some kind of special company event just to celebrate another year together i mean think about how much we love our birthdays like it's the same thing with your business
1: um so, some well, people <laughs> love their birthdays. it depends we'll need to qualify that a little bit
0: no everyone loves their birthday they don't necessarily love the age that they turn the on the number their birthday, that it's associated the number with it's gets associated a bit with squirrely, yeah. but I think your own sense of accomplishment it's important, and also connecting with the community and it could be you know any number of different kinds of things. Let's talk about the kinds of milestones that come to your mind when you know we say hey let's celebrate these.
1: I'll go into the list first because mm-hmm. I've got a list.
0: You've got a list. I
1: do have a list of milestones and it's hanging around my neck. Well, go ahead. I'm wearing this like a lanyard. Okay. So I'm going to pass it to you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Number one.
0: (laughs) Is that where you do a countdown? Number one.
1: Yes. Dick Clark presents. We were talking about Dick Clark today because we watched, we stumbled upon. Uh, oh, yes. YouTube. YouTube videos of Dick Clark back in the 80s when American he only looked bandstand? 40 or 50. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I know. That yeah. Was, yeah. Those are so and we even watched one. Somebody had put it up there with the commercials from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious.
1: Products that don't exist anymore. And for good reason. Hmm. Anyway, uh, the first one that I've got on the list is getting your first customer. Oh That's yeah. kind of a gimme. And a lot of people won't celebrate it except maybe with the customer themselves. But that is a huge milestone. It's uh, obviously what you go into business to do Mm -hmm. for the most part is to get customers. And that first one is a big deal.
0: Well, kind of, I don't know if people still do this anymore, but remember, it used to be a big deal, people would hang the first dollar
1: bill. I didn't know where you were go and hang the first customer. First, hang the
0: first customer. <laughs> no, hang the first dollar bill yeah, on put the it wall in a, in a or frame. on a frame and yeah. since the very first dollar. Now it would be kind of more difficult because people play, pay with cards and, you know, maybe. I think put your that's first still, Bitcoin, that, first Bitcoin. Yes,
1: but you'd have to make it non-fungible. Right. Right?
0: I don't even know what that means. Not I agree
1: 100%. I just jargonized
0: I love it though. Yeah. I mean, you you sound like you're like really in tune to these things. Fungible, the fungible, fungible. You can't have fungible without fun. But yeah, I think it is like if you're in a service industry, um, it may take a minute before you get your first customer, and so it is something to definitely mark. And your first customer, kind of like you know, or your hundredth customer, like with those balloons are dropped down on those commercials. Well, or it's something. funny
1: you should mention that because my second item is getting your first repeat customer.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: that kind of validates your business in a way that's like no other. You know that you've got something. Your first customer knows that you've got something. Now you've got a repeat customer, mm-hmm. and they know that,
0: that this, you're, you guys have a, a relationship now or a partnership. Yeah. They they validated sure. what you what was once a concept in your mind mm-hmm. has now become a business, yeah. and now they validated it. Kind of like the way we are wanting to recognize. We want to we're trying to figure out what to give them but our clients who've been around for 10 years That's their ultimate secret. repeat oh yes yeah.
1: they're listening
0: nothing nothing's gonna happen no Don't.
1: no recognition no recognition we proceed as usual
0: but um but yeah repeat customers are long-term customers
1: mm-hmm. uh, number three on the list is hiring your first team member
0: that would be a milestone. Pretty big milestone there. You you take for granted, but like we are a micro business and we haven't hired, but if we were to hire. Well, you hired me. I hired you. And that was a big deal.
1: I remember the recruitment phase so well. I got, I had offers from dozens of schools. I gave you a signing bonus. Yes. And teams that were not even in my wheelhouse, quote unquote.
0: And you've been employee of the month every month since.
1: Have I really? Mm -hmm. I thought there was a couple of times when you was mad at
0: I was mad at (laughs) you was mad at me. Yeah.
1: Number four, outsourcing a task or tasks the first time that you do that.
0: You know, that is a bit of a that is a milestone because it shows that you have reached a point where you no longer have to be the, you know, owner and bottle washer and every aspect of your job that you've reached a sense or a level of security that you're like i can actually outsource this to an expert
1: yeah and it's kind of related to hiring a first team member Mm -hmm. but it also goes a little bit deeper this is bringing your workplace into the modern work picture Mm -hmm. because that's what a lot of businesses are doing and a lot of people who used to work in traditional business setups would do yeah
0: you pretty much had to do everything yourself
1: the 40 hour week the Mm -hmm. nine to five every day and the you know the desk and the all the the chair and the pencils and the pads and the notebooks and the
0: actually you've painted a picture you've painted a picture yes but but to outsource means that you've either Reached a point where you can't do it yourself, and you also want an expert that is probably even more than you could afford if you paid an employee. You want a consultant, an expert, or someone who's coming in to work on a certain project. Mm-hmm. And that means your business is at a certain level.
1: Yeah. Number five, this is the last one on my mm-hmm. list, just so, you know, we could give some applause oh, there. Some applause. I, think, yeah. I may have a few. Oh, okay. This is my last one, but maybe not yours necessarily. Surviving one business cycle.
0: Oh my gosh. When you
1: make it to that one year mark, it's it, it's a, a milestone that to me, when I had my studio, it was like, yeah, you know, I've got the customers, i got the repeat customers, I've got new customers, but this is something special not every business as you Mm -hmm. well know makes it even as far as the first year
0: yeah yeah that's that is definitely something to you know commemorate and that's you'll never get another time to commemorate your very first year but that's another reminder of the anniversary of each year recognizing it's another year in business another year uh, seeing your dream come true and you should be recognized.
1: Yeah. I dressed as a birthday candle and a birthday candle suit, the number one, and lit the top of it. It was flammable. Oh, well, that's not, that to wasn't me, And you weren't supposed to do that. So I ran down the road screaming with my head on fire. But you don't have to do that. It'd be that no. extreme. You can just celebrate in your own special celebrate way. Celebrate
0: in your own special way. Yeah. I will add to it, any new hires and promotions, you talked about that, but like mm-hmm. you brought on the staff person. Have you done some promotions? Has someone reached another level? That's something to commemorate as a milestone, and it kind of leads to sending that out to the media as an opportunity to promote yourself. Sure. And new location. If you have like one location, that's great. You have another location you open, that's a big milestone. That's a ribbon-cutting, get the chamber out there, take some pictures, make a big to-do, and then you may end up having two anniversaries, the one you open your first location, the one you open your second location, or or maybe you combine it all or, you know, what have you. But it's like each time that you take this and expand is a milestone. It is an achievement. It is an accomplishment that needs to be recognized.
1: Yeah, and that need is underlined mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And now we didn't talk about couple milestones. We did a little bit in terms of if one person joins a little bit later. But anniversaries, definitely. Each other's birthdays, definitely. Um, maybe there's something you guys accomplished together. Again, you guys are both in business together at the same time. You commemorate that together. But if one joined later, that's another another milestone. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, this may not be the milestone where you ribbon-cutting chamber it alert the media. But maybe there's a project that you completed or some new business you gained together, or something that you did, and you celebrate as a couple. Yeah. As a, as couple business owners, along with celebrating with your team and with the, the company. Yeah. I think that's important to
1: remember as well. Maybe the first time the two of you as a couple went to Vegas and lost the mortgage money.
0: Or doubled your
1: marketing budget.
0: See, I, I want to oh, look at it like half wow. half full. You class. sure are. Yeah. All right, let's talk about how. How? If we're going to mark these milestones and celebrate these things, how do we do that?
1: My list is going to You love these lists. Well, I don't love them, but I generated a lot of them for this and I oh. want some I want some recognition. You want some recognition. I want a celebration. A celebration
0: of yeah. this milestone. Is that too much to ask? Maybe.
1: Don't even answer that. Okay. Mine is going to revolve kind of around food. Oh, Um, this this is a list of things that you can do around your celebration. If it's Mm -hmm. a big enough one or you think that it's a kind of a random thing that you want to just put on the dog for catered lunch at your place of business for team members. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. And you
1: include all of your team members. Let's say that one of them has achieved a milestone, a goal, some sort of numerical value, or they've uh, been promoted or they've brought uh, somebody uh, to the company that has a different skill set and complements uh, what you had already going, and you can open new revenue streams and stuff like that. Include everybody in yeah, that yeah. because that's worthy of a celebration through your company. And if you leave team members out of that for whatever reason, whether you think they're too low on the ladder or they are part time, they don't—they're not there at that particular time. They may work overnights or weekends or holidays or something like that.
0: I would agree. Go yeah. ahead and
1: include them. At least extend the invitation and make mm-hmm. sure they know that they're welcome. This is one that's kind of new. Uh, publish the event on social media channels.
0: That was on, was definitely on my list. People love pictures and events of people.
1: Yeah, and videos that mm-hmm. can't be erased no matter how hard you try.
0: Right, make sure it's full-on embarrassing. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it is, it is difficult if you are busy doing the business, mm-hmm. but... If you have someone who's managing this or you do find the time and you're struggling with content, this is something that can fill your social media feed with things that are valuable. They, okay? yeah. you know, it's not just pushing things out or taking someone else's um, GIF and adding, you know adding your voice to the new to the noise, yeah. you're saying, hey, our employees are important. Or, hey, this is a, a milestone. We're happy to be part of this community for 25 years. Yeah. So I think that there's some value to
1: it. Yeah. The last thing on the list that I have is, as part of this particular celebration, you have cake huh? with musical chairs <laughs> and pin the tail on the donkey.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Blindfolds.
0: Well, yeah, well, well, is everyone doing it at the same time? So there's lots of, lots of fun.
1: Yeah. Because you might find the boss and then you got your donkey. In our interview segment this episode, Katie Cooper-Bussell talks to us about photography and branding and why imagery is so important for your company's brand. Katie, what does photography have to do with branding?
2: Yeah. So We have discussed in previous episodes how important it is to stay consistent with your branding materials, and photography is no exception to that concept. I think a lot of people consider photography to be an afterthought when they're thinking about their brand and style, but it should definitely be considered as important as anything else. The images that you use have a lot to do with your brand representation. You could have a beautiful logo package, but if you are using poorly lit, low quality images, it just kind of ruins the look that you worked so hard to achieve, you know? Also, choosing the right kind of photography for your brand can tell a story or give it a certain edge to set you apart in a really good way. Taking the time to make good decisions about the images you use is extremely important in the long run for creating and maintaining a successful brand identity and cultivating a very well-respected and professional looking business. This does not mean you have to spend a fortune. There are successful and some easy ways to take photos yourself. uh, If you have the type of business that needs new photography on a regular basis, for example,
0: what would you think is the like biggest mistake when using photos or taking them yourself or the small business owner?
2: Okay. Yeah, there's a lot that we could dive into with this area for, with mistakes, but I'll try to give you my three biggest tips. Um, so from using your phone to a digital camera and everything in between, my best bit of advice here is to use the best equipment for the project. We are so fortunate to have easy access to increasingly improving phone cameras year after year, so there is definitely a time and a place to use yours for certain shots. For example, if you are a baker or a restaurant needing to post your dessert or specialty drink or app of the day on Instagram, by all means, use your phone or an affordable digital camera. Most businesses would not find it very budget-friendly to hire a professional photographer every day for something like this. However, a big mistake would be to not use the proper setting and or lighting for such frequently displayed photos. So these photos are going to be filling up the majority of your social media pages. You want them to look good. So if you're needing these kinds of daily photos, it would be a great idea to invest in some lights or Find a good spot by a well-lit window or um, somewhere that has pretty natural light. Food and drinks especially look best with natural light opposed to artificial lighting. And another tip I have is don't forget you can edit your photos just a little bit to achieve the best look. There are a ton of photo editing software options out there now as well. It's not just Photoshop and Lightroom anymore, although those are going to be the best, but I realize that those are expensive apps. So even your built-in editing with your iPhone or whatever phone you use, you can decrease the shadows a little bit or use a tasteful filter to really help your photo be the best it can be. And my last tip here would be to get a good camera and lens. Now, if you're gonna invest a little bit of money into a digital camera, do some research first and make sure the lens is as good as the body. So I believe that the camera body is only as good as the lens attached to it. They really do go together. So don't just settle for a good deal you saw on sale online somewhere. Um, Again, this doesn't mean you need to spend a fortune. There are some wonderful, affordable digital cameras out there now um, that you can, and you can also look for a gently used one as well. But these certain cameras and certain lenses are going to work better for certain kinds of photos, such as action, still life, portraits, landscapes, etc. So, do a little research, um, and chances are you have a friend who's in photography. So, reach out to them as well.
1: Now, in your experience, when is it time? When do you know that it's time to hire a professional photographer?
2: There's three main categories to think about. Um, One would be long-time and frequently used images, such as headshots and uh, photos of your business establishment. Um, Two would be photos for your website and or advertisements. And three, product photos, um, especially if your business is focused around selling one or very few products. I promise if you invest the money into quality photos for these kinds of images for your business, they are going to look better than anything you can do yourself. Plus, these are the kinds of images that will likely be used more than once or on a regular basis. And the pros can retouch them using their professional software, not to mention the image quality is going to be a lot better with their high-end camera and lighting setup. So if you are needing to use an image for a large print ad or for a brochure, for example. These high quality images really make a difference in these scenarios. And your website is also going to have a certain style and flow to it. So the photos used will likely be used for a long while. So it's good to have a nice curated set of images to be able to use throughout your website that look professional, just like We have talked about with your consistent brand identity, your branded photography will portray a look for your business that is tailored to promote you in the best possible way. Um, So you can work with your photographer to even create like seasonal batches of images that you can use over time as sort of your own stockpile of branded photography. That way you have those resources to reach out to for social media posts or switch some things up on your website over time or if it's seasonal. And thinking about headshots too, like gear up for a fun headshot day. Um, You and your employees, if, if you have them, will be very glad you did it ask around, ask your friends and other business owners about a good photographer to use. Um, most of the time, the really good ones are going to make it a really fun experience for you.
0: Okay. So once you have your photos, what? how do you best use them? I know like there are different file sizes and ty- types depending on what we're doing, yeah. whether it's web or print. Talk us through some of that.
2: Yeah. Great question. Okay. Well, First, let's talk about resolution. Uh, Most of the time, you can just use the original image you took and edited, remember, and you are good to go. But if you are using these for your website, you are going to need some low-resolution versions of these. There are a lot of reasons behind this. But to cut it short for time's sake, your website will function better with web-sized image files. So either ask your photographer or research how to downsize your photos and thank me later. Just remember to label the files accordingly or keep them in a separate folder so you don't get them mixed up with the high-res files. And I wouldn't be a responsible designer if I didn't have a quick note here about when to not use images. Please do not take screenshots of images and reuse them. This is just a big no-no. I am always taken aback when I see people post screenshot photos from a photography gallery like sent to them from their photographer, and they usually don't even crop out the phone background at the top and bottom. So it just looks bad and it's in kind of poor taste. There is usually a way to save these images directly to your photo folder on your phone, or you can simply ask your photographer to text or email you the image directly if you would like to share it. I promise you they would rather take the extra time to send you the photo file directly than to have you screenshot it and share it on social media. And also, please do not borrow without permission any photos from the internet. Not only is it illegal, it is not very nice. Um, Those people worked really hard and spent their time and money resources creating those images. What about using stock images? Yeah, stock images can be extremely helpful in a lot of scenarios. Um, However, there are more bad ones out there than good ones, um, unfortunately. So you could consider reaching out to your designer if you use one for your branding project to help with looking for stock images for your company. Um, This can be a bit of a time-consuming effort, but over the years, I know in my experience, I have cultivated an efficient way to search for these images. Because I've had so much practice using certain keywords and just being all around familiar with how stock sites work and what they're offering, it would likely take me less time than the average person to find a really good image. So don't be scared to ask for help in this area.
1: Now, this is a question you probably field a lot, especially with the current technology. Uh, Let's talk briefly about AI, the artificial intelligence.
2: I will start off by saying, proceed with caution. AI is an entire podcast discussion or more if we really wanted to go there, but I will just talk about using AI stock images and AI in Photoshop briefly. Um, personally, I can typically spot an AI generated image image fairly quickly. There's just this certain roundness to the image, I would call it, that just looks a little bit off to me. Um, And sometimes there are even weird objects scattered throughout the image that look familiar, but you are still not exactly sure what the heck they are. So it's like, welcome to AI stock photography. Um, I think there are there's still a lot of kinks being worked out here. Um, but do remember, it is using information that it has been fed. Just using it appropriately is another thing. So I choose wise, wisely and make sure I know if it's AI when I'm using stock photos. Always insightful.
0: Thank you so much for being on the show, Katie.
2: Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It is always so much fun talking with you all. <music>
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know if I like that laugh. We're actually recording this on Halloween. Yeah, we are.
1: And it's kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies, but I'm doing it anyway. It shows my commitment to the company, so I want a celebration.
0: There you go. And a milestone. Yeah. I was thinking, um, I asked somebody on a phone call, like, you know, if we, at Thanksgiving, talk about the things we're thankful for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for Halloween, should we sit around and talk about the things that scare us?
1: Never let them see your fear.
0: That's true. You don't let people
1: know. So make something up. Make something up. If it's fake from you and real from everybody else, it gives you
0: power. gives you power. You know what scares them.
1: And then you'd be thankful.
0: Then you're thankful that you are safe. All right. So we're going to do something different, right?
1: It's a little bit different. We've kind of done the same format before, Mm -hmm. I think. But this is, we're rebranding it. So there's your celebration, the milestone. This is either this list, and I have 10 items on it, Jody. 10? Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is going to take a little bit. Okay. These are either lyrics from a Taylor Swift song or quotes from the movie The Godfather.
0: Oh, stop. Yes. Ah.
1: I know you're looking forward to this. Okay. Number one.
0: Okay. This should be
1: easy. Surely they're very different. All right. Number one is when they come, they come at what you love
0: Godfather.
1: That's correct. It's oh, Vito Corleone s- himself in *The Godfather*. For
0: a second, I thought you you paused. i was like, no.
1: Yeah, not just want to put some dramatic pause okay. in there. Okay. All right. When they come, they come at what you love. But although you could see Taylor Swift kind of singing that.
0: That's true. She seems uh, that to is have true. Some of that. Honestly, that's Ugh. not that that's not that hard to imagine. And the
1: rumors that she's joined the mafia, I'm sure, are just that right. rumors. Number two, I've made some mistakes and made some choices. That's hard to deny.
0: Oh my god. Honestly, that's that feels like it could be both. You know like we did it last time is it both? Yeah. That feels like it be could be both.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: gonna go i I'm going to go with made
1: some mistakes and made some choices. That's hard to deny.
0: I'm going to go with Godfather again?
1: Oh, sorry, Jody. That is from the song Endgame by Taylor Swift. <gasps>
0: oh, our nieces will be so disappointed. They love the Taylor.
1: Yeah. Well, they haven't hit They're rock Swifties. bottom yet, I promise. Oh, gosh. Okay. Number three. Sometimes you don't know the answer till someone's on their knees.
0: Oh, my God. That is so funny. These can be both. That is so mm. funny. Oh, my God. Um,
1: sometimes you don't know the answer. Godfather. Uh, Again, I'm sorry, Jody. That is from Taylor <gasps> Swift's song "Champagne Problems." No, "Champagne Problems." Wow.
0: Okay. Oh my God! I, can't, I right. thought this would be so easy, so easy. Oh my God! I did not you realize the parallel
1: at first. I was overconfident. After you nailed that, uh, that first. Oh one. my God! Okay. All, all right. All number right. four now, and a chance at redemption okay. for Jody. Mm-hmm. Consider this justice a gift.
0: Okay. I'm going to say Godfather? Surely it is. Because I i mean, I'm answering Godfather every time. We so I'm like, odds, odds are one of them will be the Godfather.
1: This time, justice falls on the right side for Jody. There you go. Yes, that is Vito Corleone again.
0: All right, so I got Godfather. two correct. Two out of four. And two incorrect. On
1: your 50 50, you are right. 50%.
0: Woohoo.
1: Number five, I give my blood. Sweat and tears for this. Taylor. That is the Taylor Swift song. You're on your own, this, kid.
0: This is this is kind of freaking me out a little bit as to how easy I could assume they're from both.
1: Both of them, yeah. <laughs> Number six. That's my family. Kay, it's not me.
0: Oh, 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 oh! That is The Godfather. Because isn't that Michael?
1: Yes, ah. you're absolutely right. I, and I tried to kind of. Throw in a disambiguous K, but he is saying K to his fiancee. Oh. That's in the wedding scene. Michael Corleone. That was tricky because I was thinking you're
0: saying K like, like K?
1: Yeah, like us old people would say. Oh my
0: God. Okay. Ooh, so far I'm four correct, two incorrect.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Number seven. Mm -hmm. And I keep my side of the street clean.
0: Taylor Swift.
1: That is from Taylor Swift's Karma. Woohoo! The song called Karma. Okay. How did you know? I you heard
0: Karma? No, but I had felt. You felt Karma. I just had a feeling. I feel like I'm kind of getting this. Like Taylor's there's some darker a darker side.
1: Uh, a godfather side to uh, her lyrics. Yeah, I'm not trying to judge or anything. No. A uh, number 8. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I survived.
0: Honestly, that could be both. Um I'm gonna go with Godfather. Uh,
1: um, that's disappointing, Jody. It's uh, Taylor Swift from the "Long Story Short" song. Seriously? Yeah.
0: That's the name of it.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I long don't story know short, I survived.
0: Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, that's three wrong, five correct. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. And number nine. Mm-hmm. Your enemies always get strong on what you leave behind.
0: Oh my God, this could totally be both again. Ah, Um
1: Your enemies always get strong on what you leave behind. Godfather? Vito Corleone said that, and it is the truth. We've found it in our business, we found it in our podcast and in our personal lives. Your enemies always get strong on what you leave behind, so leave nothing.
0: Leave nothing.
1: Nothing but scorched earth. All right. Uh You are what now? Six and three. Six and three. All so right?
0: Okay. Doing good. It's like
1: you're going to a bowl game.
0: Now, I was kind of thinking that everyone's... St- like, like one of the quotes might be, you know, leave the gun, take the cannoli, which would be an obvious one. Yeah. I had no idea that you're going to be like... Well, I
1: did throw in that one gimme. Uh, that's my family, K. This—it's not me. <laughs>
0: a little bit of a gimme, but these are not nearly as recognizable. They are kind of deep. Yeah, deep yeah. cuts. Deep cuts on the Godfather and on Taylor Swift. Okay.
1: The tension has built to this point now. Number ten mm-hmm. and our final question, Jody. Are you ready? You understand now why they lost their minds and fought the wars.
0: Oh my gosh! Um, I'm going to go with Godfather, but it can't be Taylor. Is it Godfather?
1: You Are In Love by Taylor Swift. You have got to be kidding. She talked about wars and... Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You understand now why they lost their minds and fought the wars. My thing is, she's talking about minds. That's crazy for Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess um, you broke my heart, Glenn. (laughs) I
1: knew it was you.
0: Thanks for listening to Couples, Inc., a podcast helping couples work better together.
1: We put out new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month. But to make sure you don't miss a show, subscribe using your favorite streaming service. We're on all of them.
0: And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, go ahead, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave us a rating or review.
1: And be sure to visit our website, CouplesIncPodcast.com, To learn more about us, review show notes or leave us a message. Until next time.